and welcome to the WAN Wednesdays podcast. I'm Bill Yates from the WAN Summit, and today we're going to be talking about Secure Access Service Edge, or SASE as it's becoming known, which is something that has the potential to really transform how network managers deal with their traffic and with their users. So we're very pleased to welcome somebody who's been at the centre of what his organisation has been doing in the SD-WAN space for quite some time now. So Craig Connors, VP and CTO for SD-WAN at Velo Cloud, now part of VMware. Welcome to WAN Wednesdays. Thank you very much. It's good to be here. It's great to have you on, on the show. So um, first off, do you want to give an introduction to, to you and to how you got where you are now and um, what you focus on in your role at um, Velo Cloud? Sure, I'd love to. Um, you know, I've been in this space, uh, this SD-WAN space for about 13 years now, which is longer than we called it SD-WAN. Uh, so I've been able to see it grow from the beginning. I joined VeloCloud about seven and a half years ago, right at the founding of the company. Uh, and so I've been part of this journey the whole time as well, uh, first as the chief architect and now as the chief architect and the CTO. So as the chief architect, I get to work a lot on how we build the product of today uh, and how we bring these new features to reality. And as CTO, I get to look forward uh, and consider what we need to build tomorrow and how we shape the direction of the product. That sounds like a pretty good mix. So as we mentioned, we're going to talk about SASE today, um, which is a fairly recent term. So I understand that you guys uh, over at VeloCloud, now part of VMware, um, unveiled your own SASE suite at your VMworld last November. So do you want to give a quick explainer of what you understand SASE to be from your company's perspective and what your take on what the service offers to your clients is? Yeah, I think we've got four different technical areas that customers are traditionally used to using. The first is, is obviously SD-WAN, which is a big growing market for branch enterprise connectivity. The second is ZTNA. So how do I connect both on-net and off-net users in a secure way to my applications in the enterprise or in the cloud? And when we talk about securing access to applications, there's two different types of security technologies, uh, secure web gateway functionality, really focused on you know, building a forward proxy, intercepting TLS, doing URL filtering and safe access for web apps, and then more of the traditional next-gen firewalling functionality uh, where we do things like IDS, IPS, and anti-malware, sandboxing, those types of technologies. And so what SASE really is, is these four technologies converging together into a single solution. So we're fortunate at VeloCloud that, you know, when Gartner talks about SASE when they coined the term, they said, it's a thin branch, thick cloud model. So, you know, in the branch, you do the limited compute that you have to do in the branch. You can apply enforcements there. But really, when you talk about this functionality, like, like sandboxing, like IDS IPS, it's very compute intensive. And now I think, you know, going forward, we're even looking at machine learning and other ways of doing security. And so by centralizing that in the cloud, you get tremendous compute power, but then you have to distribute it because it has to be closer to the, to the user's workloads, right? You can't send traffic all the way back to one place to, to apply these security policies. So I say we're fortunate because at VeloCloud, when we started our SD-WAN, we were the first ones with this cloud-delivered SD-WAN model. We built this worldwide network of what we call cloud gateways. And so we have these data centers all around the world. Then we joined VMware where we have, you know, Workspace ONE working on a, a first-class DTNA solution, and we have NSX working on next-gen firewall technology. We recently acquired LastLine, 
excellent sandboxing technology. And we have, you know, all of the pieces to put together to put this SASE story together. So uh, it set us up very well for success in this space. And so last month we, we announced the launch of our zero trust service where you can use Workspace ONE clients as an on-ramp directly into the SD-WAN gateways to access resources. And we'll, we'll continue to augment our suite of SASE services, uh, both built natively in VMware, as well as all the partner services we offer through our partnerships. For, for enterprises that have been used to thinking about this in SD-WAN terms, how would you say a wide area network within a SASE space is different to what the market might understand as SD-WAN now, or is there a difference? Yeah, I think there's there's two big differences. One is today, a lot of times my solutions are piecemealed from a lot of different vendors. So I might go and get Palo Alto Global Protect for remote access VPN, and I might go get Zscaler for my secure web gateway service, and I might get Checkpoint for a next-gen firewalling solution, and I might get VeloCloud for my SD-WAN solution. And now my administrators have four different products that they're trying to manage. They're trying to maintain security policy consistencies across them. And it does present challenges, right? Um, you know, Pat Gelsinger talks about one of the strengths of intrinsic security at VMware being that even if I have the best security product in each vertical, just having my security policies spread out through all these different portals is a security risk in itself because it leads to inconsistencies and it leads to mistakes. So that's one big thing. How do I centralize the management, make it easier on my security team to manage everything in one place. I think the other is moving things towards this cloud model. So, uh, you know, not backhauling my remote access traffic back to my corporate data center, not backhauling user traffic back to my corporate data center to pass it through a secure web gateway or an next-gen firewall stack, being able to distribute that closer to the applications um, in a geographically distributed way could be, you know, a, a big benefit for companies, especially in the, the world that we're living in right now where people aren't going to the office anymore like they were before, right? And so uh, being able to distribute your security workload is, is even more important. Yeah, that leads us really nicely into the topic we seem to talk about every week on this podcast, which is the different work patterns of companies around the world. So from your point of view, how have you seen the use models change of your products? Um, I mean, clearly there's more remote access needed across the board, really, but how, how is this specifically reflected on what you offer and the clients you work with at the moment? Yeah, I think, you know, while SD-WAN is traditionally thought of as a branch solution, it definitely has a play in the work-from-home market, especially for power users that work from home. You know, we have a, an insurance company that has 16,000 call center agents at home with VeloCloud devices now. Uh, that's how they facilitated their work from home shift in, in light of the pandemic. And so there's definitely an application for that, but not everyone's a power user uh, and not every user justifies deploying SD-WAN at the branch. And so I talked about us launching our zero trust service uh, well, that's something that we wanted to do anyway with Workspace ONE, I think it definitely accelerated our push to launch that service because we see that there's a lot of users not in the office anymore. They still need to be able to access the corporate network. They still need a secure way of accessing applications. 
And right now, we don't know how many of them are actually going to go back to the office, right? So uh, it's definitely shifted our strategy in that way. We're looking at ways to bring client-based access into the SD-WAN network uh, with Workspace ONE. We're looking at ways to better facilitate work-from-home users for SD-WAN. So, you know, we rolled out a feature called Private Segments, for instance, where I can I can get the benefits of SD-WAN access, but I can hide or mask from my employer the activity that my family is doing on my network uh, through the SD-WAN device because I don't want, you know, my employer to see everything that's going on in the network the way that they would in a corporate office. And so it's it's forced some shifts like this as we we try to adapt to the way networks are being consumed differently than they were before. Yeah, that's a really good point about the fact that now these devices are being used and the connectivity is being made in situations which are not the case before, for example, competing with traffic on users' own devices and their own routers. Um, we had a few of our guests talking about that, but that's um, um, an element that they struggle to manage, that you can provide as strong a network offering as you can, but if your if your work if your colleagues' kids are hammering the router on Call of Duty all the time, you're not really going to get much performance out of it. And that kind of leads me to what I saw in your chat with Sanjay Opal um, recently, where you mentioned that you actually had um, a functionality to deal with this. So um, the SASE offers a way to manage kind of congestion that you see with other users within a home or within a, a network space. So how exactly does that work and how's the rollout of that been? Yeah, I mean, I think I talked about when we talk about SASE, it's really important to remember that SD-WAN is a key part of SASE. So it's not like SD-WAN is going away and being replaced with something else. And so when we talk about SD-WAN in the home, SD-WAN for work from home users, you know, it's not just about do I have a high quality connection? Because to your point, there's a lot of other things happening in the network. Uh, there's a lot of other things happening on my street, on my neighborhood. I'm not the only one working from home. You know, it could be my wife and my kids and my neighbors. And so congestion is, is a really regular thing. And we've seen this. We've, you know, we've done analysis across our user base and we saw starting in March when the shift really happened that brownouts on the internet spiked significantly because there's more congestion happening. There's more people using the network. Demand has gone way up. And then to your point, you know, users in the house, other users in the house are also competing with you for those resources. So deploying SD-WAN in the house, it, it doesn't only benefit the user or the employee that you're empowering with this device. It also allows us, uh, and I, I mentioned those private segments before, so I can be working on my corporate segment, my corporate SSID, and I can have a, a guest SSID like I would have in the office that my kids are playing Call of Duty on and that my wife is working on or the kids are doing online school on. And now the SD-WAN device is not only giving me access to my corporate apps, giving me security through SASE, but it's also doing QoS where it's managing the priority of all of those different applications relative to each other to make sure that, you know, not only does my experience work, but my kids' online schooling works as an example, right? Because Productivity is not just about my Zoom meeting dropping. If if your child's class video keeps dropping and they have to keep come interrupting you to get help to help them fix it, 
that's a productivity impact of its own, right? So there's so many different ways that you you might not think of that SD-WAN as a work from home offering can really benefit a user. Obviously, we're talking about SASE today, and so security is a key one, but but these are other benefits that it also provides. Yeah, it's fascinating, really, the, the fact that this crisis and situation has really had to turn us into sociologists as well to deal with all the different aspects that we couldn't possibly think would even play a role in, in enterprise networking, such as, oh, your kids are going to keep bothering you. It's really incredible that, that, that it's come to that in terms of planning that into an, an enterprise connectivity strategy. So to move on slightly, you mentioned uh, your client in the insurance business who need to keep their 16,000 call workers on a perfect connection, really. And there's, you know, there's no way a VPN is going to do that. So where, where are the other use cases you see where SASE is really making a difference to the level of service that your customers can give to their customers? Uh, I think, you know, another big one that we've seen uh, is, is healthcare. Um, so I think we've probably all had the experience the last few months of, of telemedicine and not being able to go to the doctor in person and having to, to have that, you know, interaction across video and, this is another use case where uh, and MD Anderson Cancer Centers in Texas uh, is a customer of ours for this use case. Uh, and they've been, you know, we've been very fortunate to get some good praise from them about what a difference it's made for their healthcare workers, uh, not just because the quality of experience of patient care is better, but also it saves them time. They don't have to deal with connections dropping uh, trying to reconnect and things like that. So, you know, you're you're saving your employees time and frustration, and then you're also giving the patient a better experience. And I think what those two use cases have in common, and and the most value that you'll get out of this kind of solution is any kind of real time collaboration, where that quality of connectivity is is the most important thing, uh, because it can be just so frustrating when when your phone call drops or your video call drops and you're, you're, you know, you're, we're all already, I think a little bit frustrated about the way we had to shift in doing things. And so the more seamless we can make that experience uh, you know, goes a long way towards customer satisfaction and things like that. Um, in terms of how you arrange SASE within VMware, um, what, what exactly is the structure you use that makes it, such a good choice for your customers so is it um you mentioned that you vmware have a very large network of um, cloud services which you can host it on so how does this work in an enterprise's favor if they do choose to go down the SASE model yeah i think you know we've got we've got a suite of products um now obviously we're you know it's an evolving story so we're going to roll out more and more of these features together as we go on but Workspace One from VMware, tens of millions of devices under management, a, a great solution for remote access VTNA solution. But, uh, you know, VMware SD-WAN by VeloCloud, more than 275,000 edges deployed in the world. The, the market leader in SD-WAN, we have Carbon Black, one of the leaders in, in endpoint data security. We have NSX who's uh, got a, a very robust next-gen security stack now recently augmented by LastLine, as I mentioned. And so we have sort of mature product offerings in all of these spaces that we're bringing together 
Uh, and I think, you know, one thing that we've done, we, we do very well at, at VMware is work together across views to integrate these products and present things to the user in a way that's simple and intuitive to understand. And then we have a platform called vRealize Network Insight, which sits on top of this entire suite and gives the administrator end-to-end visibility of everything that's happening. Uh, and so, you know, this is a little bit of a shift, a little bit of a divergence from SASE. But when I talk about application performance analytics at VMware, I, I talk about the fact that I can have an endpoint running Carbon Black using Workspace ONE to manage the client, connecting to a Velo Cloud Edge, connecting to an application running in a data center, running NSX, on a fronted by an Avi load balancer, running on an ESXi hypervisor. And there's no other company in the world where you're going to find that their product is there every step of the way along the network. And so, you know, we want to do the same thing on the security space, become the ubiquitous provider, um, give people a, a single solution they can trust for SASE where all of the components are coming from VMware, from NSX, from VeloCloud, um, you know, known, trusted solutions. So um, we hear quite a lot, again, on this podcast that it's not necessary. There's obviously a very persuasive technological argument to be adopting um, solutions like SASE. But what we often hear is that there's a lot of internal reasons within enterprises. So, for example, the split between network and security teams, which can often hinder move towards putting applications in the cloud or modernizing networks. Does the fact that you can offer so many different areas of this under the VMware umbrella, does that help network managers deal with their own internal issues when it comes to sorting their networks out? Yeah, I think being able to provide that simplicity of configuration, so being able to control easily what data is going where, and then providing that that level of visibility that I talked about to reassure you that things are working the way you want. That's absolutely critical because when the security team has to cede some control to the networking team, I, I think being able to make sure that the data exchange is, is open and transparent and that the security team has control and visibility over what's going on is very important. And so you want a modern solution that's API-based, that provides end-to-end monitoring tools, that gives the two teams a way to work together without stepping on each other's toes. Uh, And I think the same is true for the application delivery teams. You know, these these areas are all converging. And so... uh, you want a solution that allows all of those teams to work together. And, and you know, I mentioned trust. Trust is a big thing. If the application team is familiar with VMware technology in the data center and the security team is familiar with you know, NSX distributed firewall and carbon black, and the networking team is familiar with Workspace ONE and VeloCloud, then you're bringing trusted solutions that each domain has familiarity with together into the SASE solution. And so hopefully that that provides a little bit easier bridge uh, to making that that jump. Yeah, it's definitely a persuasive argument. So where can a network manager find out a bit more about your SASE offerings? So you can go to our website, velocloud.com. You can read about 
you know, the future of SaaS with Bellow Cloud and also that zero trust service that uh, we recently launched. That's great. And um, finally, in the spirit of the One Wednesday ending questions, would you rather live in a tree house or live in a cave? Uh, I, would absolute, I, I would absolutely rather live in a tree house. Uh, and why? Well, I think we all need a little bit more vitamin D these days uh, after sheltering in place for several months. So living in a cave doesn't sound very appealing right now. So uh, no. I'll, I'll take the tree house and the uh, open air. Yeah, I think I think that sounds about right. Maybe maybe if you're in London and not with our weather, you might give a different answer there. <laughs> but um, I think that's uh, pretty well reasoned. So, Craig, thanks very much for your time on the podcast. It's been really interesting to hear about what Sassy can do for enterprises across the economy, really. And, yeah, it's been a pleasure having you on. All right, thanks, Bill. Great to be here. Thank you.